everybody if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcast and many more you can make money on your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. My name is Josh Maria and welcome back to Extra Duty. Um, today is a very special episode because we have a secondary podcast that, that is actually going to be a part of our new network that's coming soon. Um, Jay Marie, she is an anonymous podcaster. What's up, Jay? Hi. Hey, tell us, <laughs> tell us a, a quick little bit about your show before I go on a, about today. So I am Jay Marie. I am the host of Women with an F'd Up Minds. We're a podcast that isn't just about raising awareness, but it's also about making a difference when it comes to sexual assault, sexual harassment, lack of mental health help, and when it comes to domestic violence in our military. And, and that's something that we definitely need. So here in the Extra Duty Podcast, um, now that we're starting to create this network, we're finding different podcasts that can join us in and create um, and establish a better situation that can teach and educate and create a better environment for soldiers. Um, and just a quick message from our sponsor. Obviously, we're all sitting here drinking um, the greatest coffee I've had in a long time. Love it. Uh, brainwash coffee you guys can go on brainwashcoffeecompany.com and you you know they donate 50% of everything they uh, make to you know rehab facilities drug addiction places and it is phenomenal coffee um, and you guys can get 20% off by using the code extra duty um, so I bet you guys are wondering what today's episode is about all right today's episode is very serious um, even though we here on the extra duty podcast we joke we, we try to enjoy ourselves um, we're here to talk about uh, sexual assault so, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, yes, I'm Kayla Bartleson. I'm a seven-year combat veteran. I was active duty Army. Um, and what rank were you? <laughs> what ranks were you? I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Plural. Uh, I got out as an E4. All right. Well, look, I'm still in as an E4. <laughs> got bumped down. Look, um, so we have, we, today's episode is about sexual assault. So we're here to talk about um, your sexual assault. And I know that this is your first time actually speaking about it um, and sharing your story. Correct. So, like, you know, when we first, when we first spoke to you, we, we knew that um, you are one, by the way, you're a very real person, straightforward. I love it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, me and your husband, we have a, a nice friendship um, and leadership, you know, subordinate vibe. And he is, uh, he's a great NCO. I haven't seen a uh, good NCO like that in a long time. And when he brought, when, you know, when he brought you to my attention, I thought that it would be a perfect example of what we do here and how we can help other people. So would you want us to awkwardly talk about other things first, or would you want to <laughs> just jump straight in? I mean, we can absolutely just jump straight in. All right, I'm with it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? So, so go for it. Oh, who am I? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about <laughs> I, I forgot about Willie D. What's up, Willie? How you doing, buddy? Doing there, man? I was like, I ain't gonna introduce myself. But y'all know who I am already. What's up? <laughs> All right, and we got we got Blake Ransom in the back taking photos as well. Brother Ransom back there. Yeah. <laughs> AKA Brother Pretzel. But hey, oh yeah, Pretzel Boy. Yeah, bro. No, now y'all know. 
but uh let, let's get let's get straight into it let's talk okay so there's a couple things that i want to say before we get into like the act itself right go ahead um, first and foremost, I believe that it's very important to understand one bad apple does not ruin the entire bunch. Of course. Mm-hmm. One, one fucked up, twisted NCO does not ruin all military members. I yeah. can agree with that. I, I, so I, I think understand. that is very important to say. Yeah, that I agree with that. Just because one person made a terrible choice does not mean that you can't trust the rest of your battle buddies. Of course. Like and with I, your safety I, and with your life. Yes. I agree with that. Yes. I just I don't want people to get the wrong, you know, the wrong impression there. I appreciate you putting that out for real. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm down with it. Um, <laughs> let, let's jump in. I, I'm I'm ready. And and just so you guys know, the reason why we're taking so long because you know she is very nervous. Um, you, you've you've said it, and you're nervous, and we're not we're not hiding things here. Correct. Um, and this is like I it's, I don't want to say a safe place, but this is a place you know to educate others. Yes. You know, right. educate and also you know you can you can you you have someone to talk to yeah, of course right so yeah 100% where we're here to listen we're here for you so where let, let's start with what um where where were you when it happened let's just start there Location. i was not not wait. i was in processing the base that i was stationed to coming out of ait Okay. okay. So it was the installation yes. in processing, not your unit in processing, two very different things. Uh, yes. And that's yes. important because mm-hmm. also you need to know the date. It was December of 2007. That's important because the SHARP program that is today was not in 2007. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a real thing. Um, so I was in processing the installation. Okay. So you go to whatever that building is. You know, yeah, yeah, that the installation building, yeah. for you know, mm-hmm. soldier support center is usually what they're called. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're in processing. It takes a couple of days to get to the installation. I am a e fuzzy. Yeah, brand one straight like fresh to it. Right, yeah. day one, not even day two. Didn't even what was your MOS by the way? Seventy four Delta chemical. Oh, you okay? Okay, chemical, chemical. Burn. That's still around. <laughs> so, so as you guys all know, um, NCOs also have to in process their new installations as well. Yes. So what happened was, so there was me and two other people standing there looking dumb as fuck with our stupid like Manila envelopes. Yeah. yeah. Looking a little bit lost, and they were like the NCO drove up in his truck and was like, Hey, do you all need a ride to the hospital to in process that hospital? Like you do on the various installations. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. It's December. It's freezing. Yeah, and yeah. it gets dark at like four o'clock. Yeah. yeah. No, so no, no. pitch black by 1630 too easy. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, I was like, yeah, absolutely. Why would I not trust somebody in uniform with rank on his chest. Why would you not trust yeah. uh, NCO? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 100%. Because that's, 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 that's the backbone. That's, that's the trust. Exactly. That's where the and trust is. I'm a day one. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I know they've had some issues with like drill sergeants and stuff right now. But yeah. I didn't have any issues with my drill sergeants. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. My drill sergeants never made me feel uncomfortable. They never, you know, they kept the never gave me the heebie-jeebies. There was never a red flag. Okay. Because they're in uniform. They have rank on so their chest. In your so time, you, you had a good experience. You were you were right. already in. The I mean, all through basic and AIT. I mean, it wasn't I mean, like it was years. That initial entry. I mean, that initial entry is definitely what what's very important, <laughs> especially for soldiers. Right. Like you, you get that first initial entry. You see, mm-hmm. my, I remember when I first saw my drill sergeant, I was freaking out because he's yelling at me and then shooting fucking two forty rounds. Yeah, and then by the end of it, so we saw drill sergeants in AIT. You're talking 2007, right? So, you know, old school army, no offense. No, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, no, I got <laughs> Sorry, you just look new. Um, <laughs> um, <yes. laughs> so, for us, like, 
you know, you, why would you even think about that? Exactly. You know what yes. I mean? And so little background on myself, my mom is a veteran and so is my dad. They were both Navy, active duty Navy. Mm-hmm. So coming from a line of veterans, you don't ever think that somebody in uniform would harm you yeah. in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he pulls up, the other two were like, no, sorry, we're good. We're going to go hit the defect. And I was like, yeah, because I really need to end process. It's freezing. And I really don't know where the fuck it's at. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm in. You're talking 07. We don't have Google Maps on our smartphone. Yeah, no, of course not. Yeah, exactly. And you're just walking into the Right. I'm like, oh, okay, you've been here. Okay, great. Let's do this. Um, So I jumped into his truck, apparently like an idiot. But again, no red flags go off. And then he drove past the hospital. And that's when my first red flag went off. And I was like, maybe there's a back entrance. Yeah. Some installations are bigger than others. Yeah. So maybe there's a different entrance. Maybe I'm just unsure. Maybe that's not the correct hospital. Maybe there's four. I don't fucking know. I'm yeah. new. Yeah. Right? So then he pulled, it's pitch black at this point. He pulls into a random parking lot um, and got out. And I just sat there. Like maybe he's got to take a piss. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Crazier, crazier things have happened, yeah. right? Yeah. Again, I'm a little bit on edge, but not. Not to the point where I 100% distrust this human being. Yeah, I I get you. Then he opens my door. That's when extra red flags start going off, right? Like you hit the the beaking inside of you is like, this is fucked up. And something here is wrong. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yanked me out of the truck. Did the deed. I don't know how graphic you guys want me to go. Honestly, I I say, I've always been the one to say send it. And I think that having the graphic is basically going to give... A greater um, uh, idea, because the more people that like my 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 where, where I come from is if I understand what you went through and I went through the exact same thing, then I'm gonna take it, because that and that and that's what it comes down to. You know what I'm saying? How much? And I, I don't want to push you. If you were willing to go into more depth and great, um, you know, it gives our listeners a little more understanding yeah. of what happened to you and how traumatic it could be, and more understanding of the trauma that you went through. 100%. If if that's something you want to do, you what do you think? What do you think, Jess, uh, Jay? My thing is, is that I'm all about making people uncomfortable. And my biggest thing is ruffling the feathers that needs to be shaken. But again, it goes back to being what you're most comfortable with. But like Josh said, you know, giving the graphic does put things a little more in perspective of people because they either go, (laughs) when you say yanked out of the car, Typically, they think of something off of a, a murder movie or something That's crazy true. like that. That's true. Yeah. And be honest, that was my my like. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like yanked out the car. That means you just got. And, and we yeah. don't mean to joke about it, but um, but like, yeah. And, yeah. and just and just to put it out there for you guys that are listening at home, um, we 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 spoke earlier, and she's she calls herself the Ice Queen. <laughs> Um, and it's, it's not, it's, it's it's not, it's not, uh, crazy for service members to, um, use humor to avoid, uh, hard situations or, you know what I'm saying? It's normal for us. Yeah. And that's, and if it's the best way for some people to be able to talk fully without that fear, you know what I'm saying? I can agree with that. Um, I know, I, I know I got that problem. I do. I, I laugh at things that's supposed to be. I, I was at a funeral laughing. I'm just gonna say it like that. I, I'm wow. and I'm at a funeral laughing. Kid got up there. All right, Granddad, love you, peace, and walked off the podium. Wow. So <laughs> wow. Humor is real. Yeah. No. I mean, how how deep do you want to go? I guess we'll send. All right. So. Okay. So um, he came over and opened my my side of the truck door um reached in grabbed me by my arm pulled me out of the truck 
I'm not super tall. I am 5'7", but when you're talking like lifted Silverado or lifted F-150, it's up there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, also you're talking right out of training. So I'm like a buck 40. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. let's, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's a thing. And this is a grown ass man. I'm 18 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huge difference. Um, and he shoved my face into his leather seats and said, that's don't open your fucking mouth. Wow. And I'm in full ACUs at this point. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See? And then a lot of things afterwards, like, hit you. It's like, I don't, did you want to elaborate? I'm sorry. I, I kind of cut you off. No, oh, no, no, you're good. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're uh, a lot of things afterwards are like, <clears throat> did he put a condom on? Yeah, yeah. Now you're asking questions. You're talking right? STDs, HIV, pregnancies. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I have the option to either get back in the fucking truck, right? Or walk. Or walk. And I don't know where the fuck I'm at. Yeah. So what'd you do? I got back in the fucking truck. He said, "Get in." And then he took me back to in processing, and I didn't see him again after that. Never. Never. No way. Tell me yeah. Honest. It was fucking wild. <laughs> and I'm talking 18 years old. Right, so my mom signed me in. She was like, that's fine, you're 17, let's roll. You know what I mean? She has yeah. no problem signing me over. She's a veteran herself. She signed, went to the cruiser station, signed my paperwork, said, have fun in Iraq. That, boom, that was it. Uh, I didn't know you could report it. I didn't know how to report it. That's a also, that was going to actually be one of my questions because <laughs> a lot of people don't know who to report it to, how to report it to, right. where to go, especially as, you know, a new person to the fleet or whatever, to a new duty station. Like, everybody's like, oh, well, it's on a billboard. Okay, can you show me where that billboard is? Because, right, right. like, you don't get that information. Right. I know. I, I didn't join, you know, young in my younger days, whatever. But the same time i still even older i've looked for it and i still don't know where these resources are within my my area yeah because it's also like i don't know how it was then but even now like it changes often so that that was actually gonna be one of my questions is were you even informed on who to even go to an even type of like a piece of paper that said hey these are who these people are right but good luck Head your brigade, charger, battalion, sergeant. So I wasn't even in the unit, though. Yeah, you were still I was in processing the installation. Yeah. That's yeah. why that's important. And then I don't like, have, like, direct chain of command. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they have cadre, yeah. you know what I mean, when you can process the installation. Mm -hmm. But I hadn't, it's not like I was in processing, like, battalion or brigade. This was installation and processing. Absolutely. So there's that. You know what I mean? No, And yeah. then what? It's a fucking E6. Exactly. I'm an E1. You know what I'm yeah. You're not even that, like. I don't even know how to get to the hospital, let alone try to report something. I'm gonna be honest. It's people like that, and I'm not a violent person. But if I see you, we gonna have to throw hands off top. No, I'm a violent right, guarantee. I don't. That that right there, taking advantage of people, and you know they don't know something. Man, come on, man. So you got better in your life to do. So when you were when when he was when he was. Do you mind if I just say when he was raping you? Is that's fine. Yeah, it we, is what it is. Yeah. It's going to make people uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, but got to. That, it needs to be talked about. Yeah, when, exactly. he, so when he was raping you, did uh, obviously did those things go into your head when you? What would happen in your head when while he was raping you? What What was the the? the I tried place? to honestly. I tried to just disconnect. You disconnected. I, you, I had to. Yeah. Uh, I don't. He said, "Don't your fucking mouth." This is a E six. I'm an E one. I'm 18 years old. Yeah. Never. I mean, most eighteen-year-olds haven't left home prior to. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, you're, what am I supposed to do? I don't know world. anybody 
in the area, let alone in the state that I was stationed at. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? No, like, yeah. I don't have like, it. It's brand new, brand new. And it wasn't so serious. Like, right now, there's a lot of issues with, like, drill science and basic and AIT doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 2007, either it wasn't happening or it wasn't reported on. Yeah. So it's not yeah. like they're handing a bunch of trainees cards, you know. Yeah. Hey, hey some asshole rapes you, fucking call the number. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. And and, and I, then when I get stop blocked, that's what, that's what would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now I'm stuck here and I can't go to my unit. And so then if you do report it, like, after you go and scrub all the yuck off of you in the shower for 45 fucking minutes, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Then what happens? I can't go to my unit until after the investigation's done. Do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you show up and what do they know about you? A lot of different... All, all the, you're yeah. the girl that cried right. automatically have that stigma on yeah. you. Yeah, you're the girl that cried right. You can't control. 100%. There's a lot of victim blaming and that's bullshit. No. Which is why yeah. while I was active duty, I never said anything. Yeah, you kept it quiet. 100%. You know what they do, though, is... So... That's right. When you go to get out of the military for the Army side of the house, because I can only speak on the only branch I was in, um, they do ask you, were you ever sexually assaulted or raped while in the military? I I answered yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, correct. So they they did ask me that, Um, which is why I think it looks so bad on the military in general is because our numbers are tangible. Yeah. So on the civilian sector, bitches get raped in the civilian sector all the time. Yeah, I don't mean that negatively. That's just how I deal with things. Sorry. So no, like they get raped all the time, but you can put there's the, our numbers are tangible. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is why it looks so bad on the military, which is why I wanted to open up with one bad apple can't ruin the whole fucking bunch. And you, you're there are right. men. I don't even know you guys. I just met you guys the, for the first time today yeah. and I would trust you with my life. Yeah. And, that, and that's how that's how you came here. because you can just you're, read people. That's how it always had to be. I mean, but that and that's the problem though. And then you're an only female in an all male platoon when you finally get into your unit, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to trust these dudes. Yeah, exactly. I'm supposed to trust the other privates in the E fours and these fucking NCOs. Like that's a severe mind fuck. I know I'm supposed to trust you. So I have a question for you. Go ahead. Um. So just in general, for service members that. And I'm just saying, for a service member that like uh, they fake things like this, because this is a serious situation. No, yeah, real shit. Period. So when it comes to that, you know the the the, the path that it takes after. So for service members that fake it, this oh, you know, I was just trying to get him in trouble. Oh, you know that that type of person. What 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 is what is what is your or thoughts or in or your uh your your comments for them? We need to get the pussy off the pedestal, and I don't have any other way to put that. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah. These you listen. Rape is bad. Yes. Consent is good. Yes. But you can't fucking slut around and then say I was raped. Fucking preach. <laughs> because that's bull. It's bullshit. No. Exactly. It makes all female veterans, whether you're active duty or you're a veteran, look fucking bad. That uh, and you're you're mm-hmm. taking you're taking their rank. You can't do that. It shouldn't come to the day and age where I tell my husband, listen, since my husband's still active duty. That you can't go counsel a female soldier one on one. No, because no. she will have your ass. Yeah, I you have know. got to be careful. We got to get the pussy off the pedestal. And I'm sorry about the bullshit no, language. No, 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 I don't know how to word it. No, you're right. I feel you. It's even bullshit. Now, even and I think what I'm so oh, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. I think whatever would happen to that male if it came back founded should happen to her if it's unfounded because he's already been moved. I agree with he's, he gets locked in place. Yeah, defamation yeah. of character is a real fucking thing. 100. percent and, especially- and, I, and that, I agree with you. Like, that's one of the things I preach, especially when somebody came out and it got real viral that, you know, she was assaulted, this and that. And then it got exposed that that wasn't the case at all. And all that does is set females 
you know, a thousand steps back. Yes. One person, yes. unfortunately, you know, can ruin it so far back. All this work that we've done, you know, to make a difference, to make a change. And it's bullshit. And I 100% agree with you that if right. it comes back that it was bullshit, then they need to have the repercussions put on them as to what was going to happen to that male. And vice versa. I mean, that I mean that honestly goes both ways because this yep. is yep. a gender-neutral issue exactly so i i, I come from a time where uh before females were allowed in the infantry right so i was an infantry <laughs> guy yeah yeah so do you so i was an infantry guy for a long time and then i switched over to i switched my my overlands got switched over and i first time ever being integrated with females in my in my in my area um and as an infantry guy obviously you know how we talk we're very rude we're very vulgar it's just inappropriate all around but i had to learn how to fix my shit why because why does she not have to learn to not be a pussy ass so, bitch. So here, if, I, you, if you if you go be a PAB, <laughs> you shouldn't be in combat arms. So you're here. So so. I, I wasn't in combat arms. I was a mechanic at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though. You see what I'm saying? No, I, I, I understand. You, you have to have thick skin. You have to have thick skin. So no, you're you're right. No, I can speak on that. And you, no, I agree with you because it's not that you know we want to accommodate it to that at all. Like it's a culture. Like we literally stepped into a boys club like you should expect it to yeah. be like that like yeah. the guy I, me personally you know the others that i work with may not feel the same but somebody that is the, in that type of role i feel like i shouldn't have i'm not gonna make you accommodate like if you want to say some stupid ass shit i'm gonna dish it back out to you that's All just right. that's just how i roll just keep your hands to yourself and we good. Yeah, and, yeah, that's, exactly. yeah. and, that, and that's, that's the exactly thing. exactly all it is. Like, for, for the male soldiers out there, like, the reason why I'm even bringing this up is very simple, right? I had to learn a lesson and I learned it very well, which is very simple. Keep work professional. Right? 100%. Oh, we don't have to make all these jokes. We don't have to do all that. I mean, it happens, but the, the situation where I, where I was at, I had to realize that, okay, I cannot make certain jokes, not because not everybody around me is thick skin, but because there's those onesies and twosies that are not. Exactly. Right. Yep. And as a professional, which we are in the military, we have to be professional, right? As a professional, I have to understand that the workplace is where work happens. So, for, and I'm not saying, I, I understand hundred percent where y'all coming from. I think being a pussy is the worst thing in the planet. Yes. I genuinely do. <laughs> I, I hate it. I, I, I come from a time where if you had a problem, you fought. Yeah. Threw you hands. And after you threw hands, that was it. But, they didn't because, even like that no more either, though. No, and, and, be, and because the military is changing, right? The thing that we have to understand is that we have to get rid of that mentality as well, which is we need to continue to grow with the military in order to be effective leaders. Exactly. And, to be, an effect, and to be an effective leader, you must understand and embrace change. And I had to learn that the hardest way possible because your boy got demoted. Yeah. I got demoted because I, I made a mistake. I said some shit I wasn't supposed to say to the right person that did not like me. Yeah. And you know what? And I'm going to accept that. And I accept what I had to go through. But at the end of the day, what I came up from with now is this. As, I'm, as long as I am at work, I will maintain a work relationship with every single person Fresh that enough. does not. You don't. Uh, Sergeant Reyes, Sergeant First Class Reyes, I bring him up a lot. He brought this to my attention. He said, do not give other people the ability to ruin your career. Yep. Fair. You're saying that to me too. Yeah. Your career is in your hands. Don't allow someone else to fuck up your career because you're an idiot. You know? You know what sucks though is that 100% kills morale. Yes. There's no experience. Yep. There's zero morale. Really? There's like, yep. I remember back in the day since I did join in 07 yeah. and I didn't get out until 2014. Right? That's when I joined. 
So, like, we used to all go to somebody's house and play fucking Halo at lunchtime. Yep. Like, just yeah. jump on them sticks. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were Perfect. constantly doing something, even like at a Platoon Song once a month. Or always together. Once yes. a month. Yep. Always. Camaraderie always. Doing it. Now Camaraderie if, used to be real. Now, if you overslept, they'd be like, Ah, that motherfucker at dental. Yeah, I brought this up in actually one of our other interviews. I think it's just recently posted. Um, it, it's it's straight up. It is camaraderie has lost in the military because everyone is terrified of everybody. Yeah, there are, you have NCOs that are scared to even interact with soldiers in any other way and be personal with them because of what's happening now. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. I was at that point at a point in time because it's like. You know, I don't know what to expect. Like a soldier could put me in a predicament to where that's my career. Yeah, that's my, that's, my, that's, that's 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 my livelihood. And and that's the fear. That's and, the and fear. That's something I'm not trying to risk. So if I'm not trying to risk it, what do I do? Now, don't mistake it. I've learned to get out of that. I've also learned to help soldiers. Also, keep professional. And that's just as simple as that. You know, I don't I don't I don't dibble and dabble in nothing else other than hey, straightforward. This is what it is. This is the situation. So forth, so on. But besides that. So can I ask you, um, so after you were raped, what, what, what were your steps? What steps did you take after you were raped? He dropped me back off at in processing. Uh, I went inside and I showered. Step one, get the yuck off. Get the yuck off. Back to. Um, and then I went back to the, the installation I was at, uh, reminded me of like trainee barracks almost where Mm -hmm. it was like two beds, like bunk beds and wall wall lockers, whole nine, right? Yep. So I don't have a lot of like civilian because <laughs> I, I didn't know what to bring i was new nobody <laughs> ever met i'm packing like, whatever um so then i just threw a set of pts on and laid down in my bed there's not and you just try to mentally like process what just did this really just happen you know what i mean did, what, what happened after that i mean you just kept on with your career never brought it up after no just so yeah you know, that was going to be my next question was like did you i know you didn't report it but did you tell anybody family or anything my OBGYN when I was pregnant. Because she asked. Yeah. She was like, Do you have some scarring? Like, did you have, like, you know, like a DNC? Have you had an abortion? Or were you sexually assaulted? And I said, I was sexually assaulted. So, awkward turtle. And then, of course, by default, they, they force it on you to report it. Yeah. And I'm like, Scourge. That was a couple years ago. It's going to come down. He said, she said, he has the rank I don't. Yeah. And I didn't know that motherfucker's first name. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, yeah. We're not officers. No offense to any officers watching it, but I'm like, (laughs) hey, John. Yeah. You know, I'm Susie. That's not. not They approach each other like that. Not even a little bit. Don't even attempt. And, and I mean, the. the, (laughs) You know, it's one thing I can be. I can actually say now. the the program has gotten so much better. That was going to be my next thing. Yeah, right there. the the program mm-hmm. has gotten so much better to the point now. Reporting reporting will shut someone's career down. Even yes. if, even if they didn't do it, but if they did do it, their career is completely shut down. They're, They're stopped. That's it. That's it. And and I, and the fact that we've gotten from your point to now. I'm, and I, I always say this, and I've said this. It's a little annoying. It's um. We all have a legacy that we leave behind. We all plant seeds. Yep. But the problem with a legacy is you plant seeds in a garden that you're never going to see. Right. You know what I'm saying? So whatever what happened to you is a, is one is one is something else that that added to those seeds and added to that thing that legacy that's growing, yeah. which is the Sharp program. Which I am when I say I really care about the Sharp program is because of is because of personal experiences. I can and the fact that. And we can be upset about what happened in the past. And uh, the past is obviously going to be there forever. But I, I, I think it's a learning experience. Not And for you, that whatever whatever 
that bullshit that happened to you, if it was me, I'm a violent guy. I've always been a fucking violent guy. You can ask my head. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm probably going to rip the guy's head off. Oh, man, I'm not wearing a hat. That's um, crazy. I'm just, <laughs> wow. I'm sorry to cut it. I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, Random, but. Yeah, but, but that's what, but just the, the fact that we've, we've progressed so much in the yes. military, it's showing that there is good, but we're not perfect, right? And you sharing your story is the most important thing because yeah. now there's other people out there that have gone through this and is going through exactly. this now. And they may be in your shoes, you know, they might not be uh, reporting anything. They don't know where to step to. So, you know, they actually see someone has been through and they say, oh, okay, cool. Well, then where, 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 what's my next set of steps? So, and that's part I of like why we started too, because I, you guys, you know, you guys may have this great, and I have looked in your guys' policies and your programs, and you guys do have a good program. It's just about implementing them. On our end, though, I can't really say the same thing. And that's part of why I started, why I started, because we need to make that legacy that you're talking about, planting more seeds. And that's what I was telling you earlier, like, bro, you're a badass bitch <coughs> for coming out with this. Like, I don't care what <laughs> nobody said, how you felt, like, you are a badass bitch. <laughs> like, 100%. 100%. You said some real tough shit just now. I don't know many people that come out and just sleep. Oh, well, yeah. I think that's, that's what's important. Sorry, go ahead. No, but No, and, and that's exactly, and you're exactly right. It does. It takes so much. Even if you got, you got out in 2014, like, this thing, this happened 2007, correct? Like, yes, I'm not wrong on that. And right. you've dealt with this for so long. You stayed silent for so long. And now you're finally having that courage to speak about it. And that goes into planting that seed and making things, not just necessarily, you know, for the army, but the goal is to make it, you know, military wide. Because again, every, some people have policies, but not everybody does. And that goes back into that's making that difference and making things happen. I, and I just want to put this out there. We do not speak on behalf of the military. This is our own personal stories, our own personal views, even though we believe that the army policies are yes. phenomenal. We believe that the military's own policies are good. That's the next um, thing I was going to say. Just a quick disclaimer. Um, we have to basically, we, we got to say it. Um, and it's because we don't want to get shut down. We like talking to y'all. Exactly. Um, exactly. But we are not We are not an entity of the military. We are, we are not active duty service members. We are not representing anything, but we represent the idea of talking about your problems in an open dialogue situation where yes. you can openly express yourself. And I actually really had a super important question for you. Go ahead. Uh, so even though we talked about your rape and we talked about what happened to you and how it happened, I actually wanted to ask you, has it affected you in your normal life today, such as being a mother, being a soldier, being being what you are now, has it affected residual effects? So I'm a big fan of you are who you are today because of your past. Yes. yes. Whether that be good, bad, ugly, and different. Yep. Right. 100%. So because it happened to me at 18 years old, brand new to the military, I still went on and had a great career. Yes. You know what I mean? I will never speak badly of any branch of the military because I come from a long line of veterans and mm -hmm. that's just who I am in my soul. Yeah, right. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it fucking sucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know how else to put that. Like, no, hey, I, let me I just get you. another fucking statistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. And being a... Uh, and, and I... <laughs> that right there? <laughs> That's how I feel. Right, like, 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 no, it's like, oh, you should probably talk to somebody about that. No, yeah. Like, when you get out and do your, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, your... I call it the psychosis, the PTSD briefing with yes. the counselors, right? When you get out. Um, she's like, you should talk to somebody about that. And I'm like, you want me to purposely tear down all these, like, resilient walls that I've built up? 
right? Just to, go to put it back in its little box in the corner where it belongs, to tear down the walls, rip open the package, and now we're not even just going to open the wound. We're going to pour salt and lime into it. Like, yeah. bitch, unless we're making margaritas, please no. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, no. Be, like, come on now. <laughs> when I... When I, when I when I went through my situation, what I started doing actually now, so I, I do uh, driver's training, where right? I teach soldiers driver training and all that. What I do now is I open up my class with what happened to me. I open up by telling my story because what I'm doing is I'm one, taking control of what happened to me and using it as, I, I believe in taking all your problems and making them into a superpower. I have ADHD, right? Yeah. So the way I get through my ADHD is very simple. I just do 10 things at once. You know, that's why I don't sleep until two in the fucking morning. <laughs> but I, I make sure I turn all the bad things that's ever happened to me into a superpower. And I hope that after today, this is one, sharing your stories, like, like everybody here said, it's phenomenal, phenomenal, right? Opening up and sharing that story is something that I couldn't have done so like as strongly as you did, because I still have trouble um, bringing up things that I've gone through. Yeah. And... Um, I had to ask my wife today, I had to ask her, Hey, how do I talk to you? Right. And I'm going to be honest. I'm going to keep that. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I didn't know how to properly speak to you <laughs> without sounding like an asshole or sounding like I'm being fucking sympathetic. I have one. Right. <laughs> my problem is I can't, I lack empathy. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I lack empathy and I've been working on that to learn empathy, to put myself in other people's shoes. But where I'm sitting with you is I understand where you're coming from, but in the sense that because you explained it to me, I understand and right. that's why I asked to be so in depth because now seeing it from that perspective, understanding what you went through, it gets me more upset. Yeah, but it makes really. me more happy that we're we're making changes and we're moving forward. You know what makes me happy? I'm gonna be very honest. That I, I, I can honestly say within the army, I doubt, highly doubt that another soldier would go through what you went through because where our program stands today. If it happens right here, right now, guarantee you that soldier know where to go. That's true. That is true. Uh, so is, I'm glad going off, program went up. Sorry. Um, going off of what you were just saying, Josh, uh, I know you said that, you know, you stayed silent all this time, but we all know that there's obviously an aftermath to it. So one thing I've always talked about or preached about was coping mechanisms. What did you have any coping mechanisms to kind of just deal with the pain? Or did you just say, swallow this like a fucking blue pill and say, fuck it, just going to keep going? Um, so I, I think first off, I just want to throw it out there. Um, nobody's assault or rape are the exact same. Nobody yep. takes it okay. the exact same way. Nobody can deal with it the same way. Nobody's triggers are the exact same. You know what I mean? Your triggers Absolutely. aren't necessarily even the exact same every time for the same person. Right. Yeah. So there's that. So me I only speak for myself. I cannot speak for all rape victims. So people okay. listening in, I need them to no, yeah, understand that. Um, for me, myself, what I did was. You're talking 18 years old, 2007. I should. So instead of looking super cute in a pair of like American Eagle jeans, you know what I mean? Yeah. Throwback 07. Yeah. Okay? yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. tank top oh, yeah. or a halter top yeah. or something, yeah. right? <laughs> so I decided I was just going to wear sweatpants or basketball shorts instead, right? Because me as a person, I was like, was it my fault? Mind you, I was in ACUs and I didn't even pack civilians <laughs> to the installation because yeah. I didn't, coming out of, you know, yeah, AIG know. and stuff. I didn't know you were allowed to wear civilians on your time off. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, so I just essentially dressed like a dude. Like a lot of people just assumed that I was a lesbian because yeah. of the way I dressed. Yeah. Oversized t-shirts. Hell, look, I'm in sweats in a, you know, kill them all shirt right now. Really? It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you like, I don't wear makeup to this day. I don't 
I don't care that I could be speaking to hundreds of thousands of people or four people. Yeah, I mostly four. That's just who I am. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, you know, maybe occasionally for a bowl if I have to go. Yeah. But that's about it. And I think that was one of my biggest coping mechanisms. Was to, to desexualize so now, Exactly. Because okay. all of our uniforms are all, back then, we didn't even have like the female ACs. I remember yeah. that. And we had just got issued, like they called them the high-speed PTs yeah. versus the marshmallows. We had marshmallows in basic, got to AIT, and then we got like the... The ones that you guys had before the ones you were now. Oh, yeah. They call them the high speeds because they look super high speed compared to, you know, gray sweatshirt. sweatshirt. I mean, the pants were better. Pants were way better. You know what? They need to bring that back. That's all I'm saying. Please bring the big thick gray So when you were, when you were, uh, and desexualizing yourself is is something that I hear a lot. Um, Look, with sexual assault victims, I, and it's a coping mechanism. I can't say, hey, stop doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? I can't say the basic statistics. Hey, it's not your fault. It's not, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I can't say that because it's already been said. Yeah. But I can't You know what? So it hasn't. Huh? No, what? nobody ever told me it's not your fault. No? It's not your fault that you were raped. Mm-hmm. I know now that it wasn't my fault. Right? Yeah. Because I'm. No one's ever told I me mean, that. Really? No. What? It's not, that wasn't your fault. You know, you assume people tell you that because you see it in movies and on TV. But no one says, they never said They never said that to you? No. Nobody tells you. So, oh. The whole time in your career from. Nobody told me, Caleb, you being raped by a staff sergeant when you were a day one private wasn't your fault. No, fuck no, it wasn't. I I understand that now. Like, I understand that now. But nobody actually told me that. Yeah. And so, when you're brand new to the military, like, that's huge. That's a failure on your leadership. Which is why I think, I feel like, I had in my head, I had two options, right? Mm -hmm. Either you can go slut out. Because that's that's taking your sexuality back, and yeah. I don't mean that to slut shame at all. No, you, but if it's consensual, do you? Right. I, I, as long I, as you I, ain't I, married I, I, to I date somebody else's spouse, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the bars, go to the clubs, pick up whoever you want. Because yeah, now fine. you're taking your sex life back into control. Because I, I, that motherfucker I, took enough from me. I was he wasn't gonna get anything else. Why, why is it that? Why is it that a man can do it? I, I genuinely don't. I think about <laughs> it. I think about it in the same oh, sense. Like, hey, you're gonna go out there, go slut out. Great, you're doing your job. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, do what you want to do. But if I'm and now, oh, you're a slut for doing the fuck. So me my wife had me and my wife had this conversation. It was very it was very simple. She goes, Look, before we met, I had to get the hoe out. And I was like That's fair. That makes sense. Yeah, it, it, does. Does. <laughs> it does. Because think about it. You you, you get it no offense to you, eighteen year olds that got married, but you haven't the, uh, can you I say this? Yeah, yeah, I haven't had enough sex. I haven't been out there. You, you haven't played the field. Enough. You, haven't then, lived life. Yeah. you haven't lived. And I don't think that it's a slut going out there and actually doing that. Hey, go have sex. Look, I, I do. What you go going out there to handle your business. You know what I'm saying? You're a grown ass person. You're a grown so, person. You pay your own bills. Ain't nobody can tell, tell you nothing. <laughs> you do what you want to do. I, I, I don't even understand the whole the whole slut out thing. Hey, just go be a normal person. Great job. Dude, <laughs> like, like, oh, snap. She had sex. That's Oh, she both be a yeah, but she's supposed to. She's supposed to smash one dude. Right. Like ideally, right. ideally you don't do it in unit. No, 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 no. Don't shit where you eat. Ransom, stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> we all know you have. A- I felt like I had two options, right? I could either just go do me to mm-hmm. take back control of my sex life, which is what some people do, and mm-hmm. they are one hundred percent within their right to do that. Yeah. Right. Or I could desexualize myself. So you chose you chose the latter, and, and, and it's okay. Yeah. I was also the former. Once I finally got to the latter. My unit. Uh-huh. I was the only female in an all-male platoon. Okay. I'm talking platoon sergeants, squad leaders, platoon leaders, all your four and belows. I was the only female. So were you ever team. hesitant around? Hundred your... percent. So you you didn't you just trust left after that, or you started regaining trust? No, I, I was more comfortable with the other e four and belows because they were closer to my age. Also, like they weren't as big, and I don't know why that is, but it's kind of intimidating when somebody's like six foot plus. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, I'm like, Ugh. I think that's anybody because a six foot plus dude, I'm, I'm five seven, so a six foot plus dude walk up on me, we got problems. See, so we're the same height, so you're not, I'm not intimidated by you. Exactly. Somebody like husband. my husband, who's six five. Yeah, right, I run from exactly. him. Like, right. Right. So eventually, <laughs> eventually, you learn and you get over it. But mm-hmm. like, I, yeah, no. I, de- I definitely just dress like a dude. Anybody that sees this that served with me, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. You guys remember like Zoomies and PacSun? Yeah, yeah. So the males had the plaid shorts for real big. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah. the male plaid shorts. Isn't it like so? Isn't it so wow. sad <laughs> that we dress so horribly? Back you know what? Oh my god. <laughs> you know. You know what? Made, you know what? You know what doesn't make me think of though. Just for some reason, bell bottoms. But yes. Oh my god. Bell bottoms. Bell bottoms are making a comeback. Yeah. Comeback. My oldest daughter, squirts, squirts. squirts are making a comeback too. Hit me with the, the overalls. You know what I'm waiting on though? Yes. Knee knockers. Um, knee, knock, <laughs> knee knockers. When are knee knockers coming back? Everything else is back. When are knee knockers coming back? Look, I think I, I, I'll be back. Well, so if you if you had to put yourself in this position, right? Mm-hmm. So you you're you're male, right? Okay. Um, and I I am a leader who is currently about to deal with. You're, 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 uh, all right, let me fix this. You're a male NCO, right? I am a female soldier and I'm coming to ask, I'm telling you, hey, I was sexually assaulted. What is your first step to educate the leaders out there and the soldiers? Yes. What, what's, what's the first step I should take? Um, cause I, I mean, I have, I know what, what, what steps I'm supposed to take. I just want to see from, uh, a woman's a perspective, perspective. Yeah. but what's your perspective of what should be done? I agree. I would ask her if she currently feels safe. Like if it was somebody that lives across the hall from her in the barracks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because we need to make sure you're in a safe environment. Okay. Right. And if she does like if she feels safe, like, okay, we're going to, obviously you're going to have to bring it up higher because yes. everyone's got a fucking boss. Right. Okay. So, um, but if she doesn't feel safe, like, can you make her feel safe? Is there something you can do to make or her like feel if safe. I'm the male NCO that I can do to make her feel safe? Okay, so, so without without crossing a lot of lines, well, of because course, then it starts to look bad. Exactly. Like as much as I'm like, yo, come come chill in my guest bedroom. That's a problem. If, yeah, I'm, a problem. if I'm a male NCO and assuming I have a wife at home, yes, and my wife is cool with it, so I wouldn't have that problem. If yeah. my husband was like, hey, we gotta bring a soldier home now, I'd be like, too fucking easy. Do I need to come get her? Or are you gonna leave work and drop her off? And and, and but that, I'm yeah. a veteran and I I get it. Uh, I can see where yeah. other wives would fly off the handle. You know, like, basic wait, bitches. Wait, well, yeah. Yeah, they ain't gonna so, the trophy wives and starter wives, they ain't gonna make it. <laughs> so if I, for those out there that don't know the Sharp program, show program, the Sharp program itself is awesome. So there's there's different methods of re- reporting. You have uh you, you have your uh um why am I blanking on it? Disclosed and non-restricted. Yeah, you have restricted and non-restricted. I was close. I'm bugging, you have restricted and non-restricted. And and the way you go through it is so for NCOs uh, all male female if you are not the sharp rep right yep you bring that soldier to the sharp rep exactly. if they as soon as they do not ask, don't ask any questions don't get involved no nope. you be there as the support to bring them to the sharp rep and if they want you there be there with them yeah right the reason why I'm saying that is because one you are not um you are not. Uh, the, the professional. You are not. Per, you are not a. What was that word when you're some subject matter? Certified. Expert. You're you're not certified to handle that situation. Yeah. Your job as an NCO, as a soldier, is to bring them to the sharp rep. Yep. You have be there as support. Let don't let anybody know. Keep it quiet until they get to the sharp rep, and then they decide whether they're going to be doing a restricted or non-restrictive um, report. Report. All right. Now the army has an anonymous reporting system where you can just make a phone call and do an anonymous report. 
that yeah. goes straight that goes straight up to core all right so if you have a soldier that's currently dealing with that mm -hmm. if you're a leader go talk to your sharp representative and become more knowledgeable about the situation that you're going to have yes. we're going to have a sharp representative come on at on one point throughout the next few weeks yeah. and they're going to come and speak about uh the sharp program and for male for male NCOs, do not discourage yourself because you're a male and a female. Yes. Always protect yourself at all times. Even if you're a female NCO, always protect yourself. As an NCO in general, protect yourself. Have a battle buddy there with you. No matter what. No matter what the report is. No matter how you're dealing with a situation. No matter how you counsel people. I always have another NCO with me or I, I make sure it's one of the opposite sex or the same sex. Yep. Yep. That's, that's just it. And the reason why is because we we are currently in a position now where we have to protect our soldiers and all uh, and all service members across the across the whole land. We have to protect the lower enlisted. Exactly. We yeah, have I think there was one thing you out. said uh, when you were on the the what the fuck nation thing when I was listening to it the other day. You made a call. I think it was you or maybe it was Spanky, but they were like the. You know, the battle isn't more so overseas anymore. It's oh, in overseas. Yeah, or it's yeah. here in Garrison. Sorry. The, the battlefield is in Garrison. Whatever. No, you're good. <laughs> no, you're good. But yeah. I think that's, that's honestly, that's super important because right now things are, things are weird in the military just because of COVID and, you know, it's peacetime in a yeah. way. And so like now it is time, like you said, we need to protect our own. And we need to fix, we need yeah, to fix no, the soldiers. No, yeah, we need, we need, we need to spend time to fix the soldiers, right? We need to spend our time currently right now working with soldiers directly, right? And as leaders, as subordinates, as everything like that, we must maintain that relationship we have with our soldiers by also maintaining the professionalism. Mm -hmm. We have to continue to expand on understanding our soldiers. Yep. We need to understand what they're going through. I'll I tell you this right now, me personally, mm -hmm. I know... I got a so one of my old soldiers right back there. I know his family. I counsel him one on one, sitting straight straight across from each other. I don't type some shit up and give it to him. I know his family. I know his family issues. I know his finance problems. I know all of that because he's yep. my soldier. That's that is my job to, to know every single thing about my guys. That's how it's supposed to be. Know your soldiers. We're not friends. We're not sitting here being friends, chumming it up. But we are respectable people to each other. Where I'm not. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I can agree with that. You That's need to exactly trust the people is. you're going down range with. Right. You can't. And what we talked about today, that is an example of not trusting somebody to go downrange with. Exactly. And thank God by the time it was time for me to go downrange, he was I there. trusted it 100%. And I trusted the people I went downrange with. And if I had to, and I got I to gotta ask, obviously, because I always ask this to my guests. So from your perspective of where you are now and you've seen what the Army has grown into, what is some advice you would give to younger female soldiers or even male soldiers? Because men get sexually assaulted as well. That's but true. Wait, from your perspective, what, what what advice would you give them? That's a tough one. Uh, is the it's a fine line, right? Yeah. It's a fine yeah. line you got to walk. Exactly. You keep yourself protected. Always have a battle buddy. The problem is, is that also sounds like what victim blaming. Yeah, it's not yeah. my fucking fault that I got into an NCO's truck. Exactly, it's his fault. He couldn't mm -hmm. keep his dick in his pants. It ain't even not just that. It's his fault. He fucking should have controlled the whole situation as a whole. Like, 100%. why the hell are you trying to do this in the first? Why was that even a fucking thought? You're taking a soldier to fucking clear. Why the fuck are you going somewhere else in the first fucking place to go and what the, to to rape? 
What the fuck wrong with you, dude? Like, was that his fucking plan? Like, they just like, like, like dude, you went straight, know. like... Because he asked a group of us. Remember, the other two were exactly. like, no, we're going to go hit the defect. Yeah. So my next so my, 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 my fat ass should have just went and got the fucking cheeseburgers. My <laughs> fault. <laughs> hey, bro. Shit. No, he said... I was like, I'm going to break your chili dog. Oh, I think I'm going to go and break today. No, I didn't fucking know. Uh, like, jeez. Right? Like, oh, I think I'm going to slide over here. Like, nah. But yeah. that's, that's what, that was my question. Like, why... why for For people like that, you know, out there, I'm not speaking to anybody here, out there, just in the general sense, if you hear this, I hope you do. Uh, wh- why do you do that? Why would you want to put someone through a type situation like that? That shit ain't cool, period. Like, no matter how you want to put it, no matter how you want to say it, or no matter what it says, oh, we was drinking, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Why would you put that in a situation? Why, why would you put someone in that situation? That's 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 painful for people. Like, that's, that's not fucking it. Like, you know what's worse? Right you said that, like, you said that about drinking. I wish I would have been drunk at a club. And I know that sounds really bad, especially no, if this has happened to females at a club. Yeah. Right? But then maybe then I could blame myself. Maybe maybe my skirt was too short. You know, 07, like, yeah, you have girls with a fucking reason. jean skirt yeah, yeah, and a yeah. little tube top killing it, right? Yeah. Maybe it's I dressed too provocatively. Maybe it's because I had too much to drink and I let him on yeah. without realizing it. Maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you're fucking ACUs, during the duty day, there is no fucking come excuse. on, and that's why I was saying and it's, it's, it's hard. Like, dude, it, it is hard. So it was. Like, so in your mind, it would have been easier if you could have blamed yourself, not just seeing that someone of that rank was just that much of a piece of shit. Right. Well, because then there's civilians in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, if you go outside of any military gate, you go to the nearest bar, strip club, you know, regular so club, anything. It's ninety percent military already in there. Yeah. Right. We're already tracking that. But then I don't know <laughs> what your rank is. I don't like I know if I see you at a club I shouldn't just trust you by default yeah yeah and that that's the problem is growing up in my generation I am in my 30s and I don't know about you since you're the only other female on here right now I was never taught that the monster is hi- like that the monster had a face I was taught that your monsters were hiding in the sh- shadows like in the alleyways behind the dumpsters mm-hmm. yep that's exactly how I was too. I was nobody really ever told me Somebody that wears a uniform, somebody that's in charge of you, Can somebody that tells you what the fuck to do, could be the one to rape you. Yeah. As little girls from our generation, I was like, your monster never had a face. Yeah. I, I you see what I'm saying? Yeah. The so, shitty part is, too, and like going off of what, you know, you asked, like, why the fuck would you do something like that? That was something I talked about in one of my episodes was that some, he clearly had, you know, the mindset that the, his mind was already made, like, it didn't matter yeah. if you were going to be in a bomb suit, in a trash bag, in slutty clothes. Like, he most likely already had that in his head. He'd be like, ooh, new female, naive 18-year-old. Like, something obviously was mentally fucked up with him. Like, right. yeah. Tuesday. But the shitty part is, he probably did have that mindset of, I'm going to fucking do this before your ass even got in the truck. And that, and that's, that's, that was just my thought. Like, what, what, who, Why? Why was that even a thought? Nah, like, man. Which, like, either I, I, I wish to God I. Because there's sick people out there. It is like what it is. Like, but that doesn't mean that you can't trust a grown ass male in exactly. a uniform. Yeah, I, I don't care if it's that. a police officer, a firefighter, Air Force, Navy, Marines. Mm-hmm. You know, Army, obviously. I'm a Coast Guard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I mean no, Coast Guard doesn't count. Coast Guard. Coast Guard doesn't count. No, we love you. No hurry. We, we tag you sometimes. Um, <laughs> like that's what's shitty, though, right? Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're just supposed to trust every man and woman in a fucking uniform all the time. Yeah. I'm like, yo, okay. 
Exactly. You gotta fuck with your psyche a little bit. No, and and, well, and that yeah. makes total sense. That led to my next question. Um, and I honestly like, so where was your mental state when 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 you were dealing with it from from step one to I would say at least year three? Because I would say after year three, I know it was still in your mind, but you also had it's not as fresh, right? Yeah. yeah. So from step uh, from day one to to like year three, what where was your mental state? What what uh, was your like immediate thoughts? Like say, boom, you saw a six foot dude. Your immediate thought was what? Be cautious. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because I don't, and this is going to sound really bad, but it's hard not to stereotype. Yeah. I if I see somebody that is over like 6263 and is Hispanic and also happens to be an NCO, it's hard not to like freeze up. Yeah, and I'm not a racist human being by no, any means. No, no, and that, that but it is trauma, what it is. But that came from trauma. That specific, right. yeah, that Which specific is, thing came from trauma. Right. Exactly so right it's it's a trigger, right? Essentially. Yeah. But not not all triggers are the same. Like I've no, said before. Of course not. But and you don't always just end up on like crumpled up in a ball on the floor either. Yeah. Like just like let me breathe this out. All right, we're good. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Do yeah. I have somebody I trust around me? Whether it's a male, female, NCO, equal, mm-hmm. below, indifferent. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just super, like, hyper-vigilant. Yeah, and now you're just questioning, lucky everything around you. For no fucking reason. Yeah. And and I that's mean, and that's what trauma does. Is, but, and, and, I mean, that's a form of PTSD. And we, we talk about PTSD a lot on this show. And PTSD is in every single form, not just combat. I mean, PTSD comes from, from small traumas or big traumas that happen in your life that affect you in some type of way. You have PTSD as a kid. Yeah. I mean, so I know I do. You know what <laughs> you sucks, though, is you start talking about, like, obviously, 22 a day is 22 too many. Right. I'm big, I'm big on veteran mental health, which is why I agreed to do this podcast, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because I've never talked about this, especially publicly. Like, that's not a thing. Yes. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm Kayla, I was raped. Yay. Yeah. This is a fun time. Anybody. Right? Like, get the fuck out of here. You. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, fuck you. You start to laugh at it, just like you put it. <laughs> Like, I, I told you, dark humor is how I do with things. Yeah, and, that, and that's fine. That's how we all do in uniform. Yep. Right? <laughs> but uh, I, it's different because, so if I was going to have like, if you have like suicidal thoughts or, you know, like a mm-hmm. mental break, if you will, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, a breaking point. Yeah. Yes. Um, what am I supposed to do, right? Call the hotline, call somebody. I understand that. Yeah. I 100% agree with that. I have an IGY6 sticker on my car right now because yeah. Yeah. I believe in that. Somebody could pull me over randomly on the side of the road and I would talk them off the ledge. Of course. Right? But it's different with rape. Yeah. It's not the same. The demons are not the same demons. No, as oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, Military-affiliated PTSD. Yeah. Especially if you're a female trying to confide in a male who doesn't have any version of rape anywhere around him which yeah. means like your wife your sister your mom yeah, yeah, yeah. hopefully not a daughter but you see what i'm saying yeah or you've never been like sexually assaulted or raped yourself mm-hmm. it's it's hard yeah like it's it's, it's something it's that difficult you, you to can't relate about. to correct and if, if you especially talking to someone that you can't relate to you know it, it 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 just doesn't match up like if we can't relate on a situation like we're not going to get along when it comes to talking about it. Correct. You know, are we just not going to have the same views because you do not understand where I've been and where I'm coming from when I'm speaking on things. So that's why I can tell you now I understand and definitely feel where you're coming from. And I know he does it because it's a lack of empathy and that's not any fault of their own. Yeah. Exactly. And another thing is, a lack is of knowledge. it's, it is more okay now in the veteran community to speak about mental breaks yeah to speak about 22 a day to speak about your own like suicidal thoughts yeah you know what i mean but jokingly most of the time usually that's how we roll yeah um but it's not the same 
as hey, I was raped. Yeah. Like you can't like you're just gonna you know what I mean? No, yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. Call the veteran suicide hotline or call a buddy or like, whatever. Yeah, you know, which is why like I thought I was like, you know what, I told my husband I said, I'll do the podcast. Yes. Like we need to do this because yeah. it's uncomfortable. And anybody out here listening, whether you're male or female, you know, and you've been sexually assaulted and want to talk to somebody about it who at least understands where you're coming from. Because empathy versus sympathy is a real thing. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, I don't know how I would handle somebody looking at me like I'm a fucking porcelain doll. Yeah. Like this happened 14 years ago. I'm at peace with my demons yeah, because you, I re- that motherfucker took enough. You don't get to take anything else from me. Yeah. It, I'm not going to cry another fucking tear over his ass. Of course not. He's not worth it. Exactly. Like, exactly. he's a piece of shit. He took enough. He doesn't get anything else. Yep, but that. I'm okay with shedding light on the fact. Yes. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and we appreciate, appreciate it. We genuinely do. <laughs> um, oh, actually, <laughs> I would actually like to thank <laughs> you. Um, th- I would like to thank you because... Uh, <clears throat> would you like to say it or would you like to say that? You got it. About your donation. Oh, yeah. We donated the podcast. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. they donated a, a um, our new... <laughs> They, they donated to us a new Rodecaster Pro. Um, you know, beautiful one, all set up. Um, it should be here soon. Razzle um, dazzle. Razzle dazzle. But they, it's, it's because they believe in the cause of what we're doing and, and they believe in everything that we're about. And uh, we, we genuinely appreciate it. We thank you so yeah. much. Yeah, um, because we're going to put it to good work. Uh, I guarantee you we will. <laughs> Hell yeah. We, we definitely will, and and we are so excited that you you came on the show and you actually talked about this because this is some shit that people just don't talk about. Exactly, because it's uncomfortable. Exactly, people don't like it. It's cringy. <laughs> yeah, like you have to make people uncomfortable to actually to get them to understand a lot of the times. So while we're doing the whole thank you train, um, <laughs> I just want to say, you know, coming from my standpoint and what I'm trying to do and the things that I have planned. Thank you for having the courage to come out and actually talk about this, even if it is 14 years later, because I guarantee you there are people exactly in your shoes that have, you know, have not talked about it in that long, uh, currently dealing with it and don't want to talk about it because they're like, they're an E1 and it was a, you know, E5 or higher. They don't want to talk about it. They don't know the resources, but hearing somebody else having the courage for the first time to actually come out and talk Mm -hmm. about it. It's fucking huge. And like I said earlier, you a badass bitch for that. Like, thank you. Yes. Thank you. the boss. For real. Well, it's hard too because a lot of people don't like talking about it. It's yeah. uncomfortable. It's pretty worthy. Yeah. But it's some people can't talk about it without a class three look on the fucking face. You're, you're 100% Some people right. can't like, but I refuse to shed another tear for that piece of shit. Yeah. yeah fuck that. But some people aren't there yet. Like within their trauma. Some, not everybody deals with the same trauma the same not way. Not, yeah, exactly. So right. some people that have been raped don't like they just break down instantly yeah. they end up in a ball on the floor with the tissues like they can't handle it yeah and i mean that's okay for those people that need that but you know like i said we're, we're not here to talk regular we, i mean we're actually here to just talk like it's a normal thing yeah. um suicide ain't shit to me i've already i've attempted suicide i've and had those thoughts in my head right yep the depression's not something that we're gonna hide about look talking about suicide rape depression all that shit that's all dead there's no more i have to go talk to a therapist in order for me to go ahead and chill out right there is no more right now i will stand outside in the middle of a smoke pit and talk to you about your suicide attempt you know why because that's what i'm here for and that's what this is Mm -hmm. that's all we're doing here we're here to talk right that's 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 just how it is. This ain't a moment, man. I'm telling you, this is a movement. This movement, this movement that we're doing right now is to create change. And we're not trying to change the military. We're not trying to change none of that. The thing we're trying to change is the individual. 
each individual that comes on this show is going to have one more one more tool in their basket to help them get through the next bulls that they go through. Yeah. And each and every one of y'all, I, I genuinely believe and thank each and every one for helping me out, um, helping the cause out, helping the program, helping yes. all this yeah, out. I appreciate it, for real. <laughs> because um, we wouldn't be here without y'all. Um, and for our listeners, for you, for you and not you. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, we, we thank you guys for being a part of our little journey that we're pulling through right now. Um, and look, so Jay Marie over here, she's actually going to be joining in in our partnership, um, our, our, our network within yeah. the next few months. Um, we're also on our way up to a couple of new things. Um, but I'd like to give another shout out to our sponsor, uh, Brainwash Coffee. Um, it, it, it's simple coffee for complicated people. Um, you can use the code extra duty to get 20% off um, on your purchase. It's solid. It's delicious. Um, the enduring campaign, you guys can donate to them at any point. And you guys can also buy us a coffee. Don't forget to buy us a coffee or buy us a pizza <laughs> now on the website. Yeah. yeah it's, it's count buy us a pizza now. Um, and all donations are very simple. Every donation that is actually sent to us, um, 95% of it is actually going to be donated to the enduring campaign. Um, and the rest My is girl. Gonna, yeah. yes, I love it. And, and the rest of it is actually going to just be put down. Um, into buying merchandise in order for us to mm -hmm. start selling merchandise and start donating the rest of that too. Um, we're not a place to make money; we're a place to make a difference. So exactly, we can do that. Can, can, can you say it one more time? That's a lot of it. Lot. <laughs> we're not, we're not a place to make money; we're a place to make a difference. That so right there. Um, I really appreciate everybody for listening, and I'm Josh Moran. I'm signing out of Extra Duty. I'm Willie D. Signing out on Extra Duty. Caleb Arnoldson and I was raped. <laughs> I'm Jay Marie. See you later, Jay. Go ahead. I'm Jay Marie with Women with an Effed Up Mind. All right, guys. Well, I'd like to say thank you and have a wonderful day.